Hello everyone, nice to meet you. Sometime back you heard the testimony, right? So those two people, they had this competition. His wife, who is a Samunim, she testified to me one day. She said, Pastor, I tried telling my husband, don't try hard to come out of prison soon. Why? I asked. Now, better than when you were here, the situation is good in church. So I can also manage church. It's okay. So no need to come out of prison quickly. So I asked her then, isn't your husband falling into darkness when he hears that? She said, my husband is boasting saying more than when I was outside when I'm in the prison I preached the gospel even more so both of those people they live very interesting fun life actually that someone she was not a very healthy person but after sending her husband to prison and as she started to guide the church she became so much better so God he makes us grow in this way and the pastor who testified before he was a co-pastor but after he went to prison and came out immediately he was ordained as a main pastor so uh, after going to prison he was able to get the pastor name. Why? Because there are not many people who have that much faith. So nowadays we make jokes. If you want to get ordained as a pastor, you have to go to prison and come back. Then you will get. When they live for the gospel, we can see how God established them. Let us see the scriptures from 2 Samuel chapter 5. Let's read from verse 1 to verse 12. 2 Samuel chapter 5 from verse 1 to verse 12. Then all the tribes of Israel came to David at Hebron and spoke saying, Indeed, we are your bone and your flesh. Also in time past, when Saul was king over us, you were the one who led Israel out and brought them in and the Lord said to you you shall shepherd my people Israel and be ruler over Israel therefore all the elders of Israel came to the king at Hebron and King David made a covenant with them at Hebron before the Lord and they anointed David king over Israel David was 30 years old when he began to reign and he reigned 40 years in Hebron he reigned over Judah 7 years and 6 months and in Jerusalem he reigned 33 years over all Israel and Judah. And the king and his men went to Jerusalem against the Jebusites, the inhabitants of the land, who spoke to David, saying, You shall not come in here, but the blind and the lame will repel you, thinking David cannot come in here. Nevertheless, David took the stronghold of Zion, that is the city of David. Now David said on that day, Whoever climbs up by way of the water shaft and defeats the Jebusites, the lame and the blind, who are hated by David's soul, he shall be chief and captain. Therefore they say, The blind and the lame shall not come into the house. Then David dwelt in the stronghold and called it the city of David. And David built all around from the millow and inward. So David went on and became great, and the Lord God of hosts was with him. Then Hiram king of Tyre sent messengers to David and cedar trees and carpenters and masons, and they built David a house. So David knew that the Lord had established him as king over Israel, and that he had exalted his kingdom for the sake of his people Israel. Thank you. Today we read the story about how David became king of a united Israel. Until the chapter before this, that is chapter 4, it talks about the story of how people who belonged to Saul were dying. So there was one son of Saul whose name was Ishbosheth. Now Ishbosheth had become the king, but actually the era of Saul had already come to an end. But then one of the generals called Abner, in order to maintain his position and authority, he used this Ishbosheth and established him as the king. But then one day Abner he was killed. Because of that, Ishbosheth, he had a lot of fear. But still, one day he was taking.
taking a nap. Then he had two of his assistants and they started to think, let's go towards David. When we look at the atmosphere now, the time of Saul has already come to an end. So if we need to go, how should we go? Us human beings, even though we want to go in front of God, we want to take something and go, right? People, they find it very difficult to go empty-handed. <clears throat> if you tell your kids, go to the neighbor's house and borrow something and come, they really don't want to go. But if you say, hey, we've cooked, we've cooked this food, go and give it to the neighbor's house and very fast they will go and give. <clears throat> when we go out somewhere, it's really difficult for us to go empty-handed. So these two captains of Ishboshet called Rekab and Bana, they also researched, what should we take today? Wait, we cannot just go to him empty-handed. Fine, let's take the head of Ishboshet to him. Because they had this heart, that is why they actually went and killed Ishboshet. So when he was lying on his bed and sleeping, they killed him on his bed and they took his head and are more than 100 kilometers whole night long they traveled and went. So from Mahanaim they had to travel till Hebron. So they thought ah, if we take this and go this is the head of the son of David's enemy that is why he is going to reward us. So they went and they took it over there and they said we have killed Ishbosheth. But David became so angry. Hey didn't you hear? Didn't you hear? Sometime back there was a young man from Amalek who came to me and said he killed Saul and I killed him. In his thoughts he thought that I have killed the enemy of David so I will get rewarded by David so he brought the bracelet of Saul but right over there David killed him so everyone who is there come and kill these two men everyone there are so many things that God wants to teach us through this why did these two men die if they had just simply come to David and surrendered in front of David they would have lived but we have one thought that I need to take something with me and go I need to do something how can I just go there empty handed now this kind of a concept it is filled inside of us even though we like grace but we are not used to grace. That is why they were killed. Because they took something, right? But then what should they have actually relied on? They should have relied only on the grace of David in front of him. Instead, rather than the grace of David, they relied on something else. That's why they were killed. That is how Satan deceives us. Even in Romans chapter 4, verse 4, it is the same. Now to him that works, the wages are not counted as grace, but as death. But to him who does not work, but believes on him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is accounted for righteousness. But now these two captains, they did not know that. Now David over here, he represents God. And in this story, those two men, those two captains represent us human beings. We just don't know the method with which to go in front of God. We have to go in front of him with the faith to believe in what has already been prepared with the faith to believe in grace. But then they had this illusion that they have to prepare something and get, which is why they were killed. And then we can see that these people who used to follow Saul after this one by one, they came over to David. Already David, you know, he was uh, he belonged he was like he was like a king of the area around Hebron for more than more for more than years. But he was still not the king of a united Israel. But now the people came to him. You are our king. Please be our king. Which is why 20 years after his anointing, David became the king. Everyone in our hearts it's the same. Even though Jesus comes, but in order for him to become the king of our entire heart it takes a long time after david became the king there are some works which he had to do right now hebron hebron it is towards the south of israel if we look at it in the map jerusalem is towards the top of israel around the middle but now david he was in the southern side of israel that is in hebron so now after he has become the king he can no longer stay in that one corner right everyone can you see over here now if you look at the total map of israel that uh, the word in the middle that is Hebron that is towards the south and Jerusalem is towards the north that is in the middle. But in those days 
days, Jerusalem was not called Jerusalem. It was called the Jebusite, city of the Jebusites. And over there, the Jebusites, they had conquered that place and they were living there. Now, the city of the Jebusites that fought itself, it was very steep and it is very difficult to attack it from outside. <clears throat> Even though the Israelites had arrived in Israel around 430 years before then, they still were unable to conquer this Jebusite city. Even King Saul also, he never dreamed that he could overtake the city. He only wasted a lot of time trying to kill David and protect himself. But then as David became the king, he said, let us go against the Jebusite. But do you know what the Jebusite people told him? Hey, even the blind and lame people can protect the city against you. If you want to come, you come. Until now, everybody who came like that were destroyed. Now, the Benjamin tribe of Benjamin, they had received this uh, Jebusite city as a part of their inheritance. If you see in the book of Judges, chapter 1, verse 21, it says, and the children of Benjamin did not drive out the Jebusites that inhabited Jerusalem, but the Jebusites dwell with the children of Benjamin in Jerusalem unto this day. They're fools, right? All the land that God has given to them, they could conquer it all. But for 430 years which had passed, in the hearts of these people, they start to feel like that city we cannot take over. For anybody, it is impossible to conquer that city. Joshua also could not do. Caleb also could not do. Even Samson and Saul, they also could not do. What? We will attack them? This is nonsense. But over there, the, uh, those people also, they are speaking on top of it. Even the blind and the lame can protect this. Everyone, we meet such kind of problems often, right? <laughs> During the time of King Saul, they could not even imagine fighting that place. But the heart of David is different. We need to attack. Why? Because in the heart of David, he has a key, right? If you see in the book of Revelations, chapter 3, verse 7, and to the angel of the church in Philadelphia, right? These things saith he that is holy, he that is true, he that hath the key of David, he that openeth and no man shutteth and shutteth and no man openeth. Over here it says that this is the key of David. That means David has a key, right? Who do you think made this key? What kind of a key do you think that they would have had? That is a key with that if you open, nobody can close. And with that key, if you close, nobody can open. But this is the kind of key that David had in his hand. So when we meet problems, ah, this will not work out. This is the first heart that comes to us. Everyone, if we just have a key in our heart, then would you have that kind of a heart or not have that kind of a heart? David, he has a key. What kind of a key is it? Let us search for it. If you see in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, no temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. So over here, what does it say? That man, they have temptation. But do you know what is the formula with which God gives us that temptation? He will not give you temptation which you are unable to bear. And there is one more rule. With the temptation, you will also have the way of escape. That means God has already given us that way. That's why it says that you may be able to bear it. Now, David, this is the faith that he has. Wherever it may be, there is the way. Yes, we might meet problems. But inside that, there is no such problem for which God has not prepared a way. When David looked at the Jebusite city, what heart do you think he had? Even though no one was able to do it until now, there is a way. There is one more key. That is the key of promise. Even in the book of Numbers, it says, <coughs> if, if you see in Numbers chapter 13, it says, God has given this land to us. It is a land that flows with milk and honey. Even if those Anak people, they are tall and huge, but they are our food. God has given us this land, then why 
would we be unable to take it? In the heart of David, he had the key. If we fight, we will win. Now, this is the key of the heart of David. <coughs> There is a way of escape that God has prepared. Because he has his heart, that's why he was starting the attack. That is why who did David loathe the most? It was the blind and the lame. <coughs> now the Jebusite people, they teased David, right? They, they were telling David, who do you think you are? Even the blind and lame can win against you. Now these are the words which can implant disappointment in the heart of David. David really hates the blind and the lame. Why? Because these words which kill the heart, that is what really David hates about these. And after that, he started the attack. Now, I told you he has the key, right? That means he was able to find out a way which other people could not find at all. He was able to discover that water shaft. So that one way which nobody thought about, nobody found about that water shaft, through that way, they were able to enter inside and defeat the Jebusites. That is how that city became the city of David, the city of Zion, and the city of Jerusalem. So even me, when I hear this, even blind and lame people can protect. I feel like, ah, oh, this is the end. There is no longer any way. And these are stories or words which I listen to often. In the year 94, I went to China. I preached the gospel. Within five months, I was caught by the police. What kind of a man are you? What do you do? I came here to study. Then why are you going and witnessing here and there? The people like you, they should not come over this country. Go back to your own country. So I was taking a, a train with five members of the family and we were going. But we could not buy train ticket. It was so, it made me complain so much against God. Uh, God, just five months have passed, but like this, how can you kick us out? And what did I do so wrong? All these kind of thoughts came inside of me a lot and it made me so, so disappointed. You cannot come back to China again. And those words, it really made my heart hurt so much. I cannot come back. So at that time, around three or four other meetings, they had gotten connected to us and everything was going well. I made a phone call to Pastor Park. Pastor, I have been exiled from the country. Oh, come out. It's fine. Come out. Come out and come over here and become the retreat's main guest speaker. I didn't like to listen to that, so I was not able to listen to it. Pastor, what to do about all the brothers and sisters over here? Hey, it's okay. Just leave them and come over here. Ah, no, Pastor. What I mean is somebody has to manage the people over here. I said, it's okay. You just come. So that's how I went out. And then I went to Pastor and I asked. And I felt so wrong. Why did I have to get kicked out? Pastor Park, he told me, hey, if you had gone over there and you were just doing some tourist uh, sightseeing, playing golf and playing this and that, do you think the police would have caught you then? Of course, the police will not catch for that, right? Because you preached the gospel. That is why you were caught. This is the proof that you were preaching the gospel. But even then in my heart, I had the thought that there is no longer a way. I also had the heart that God has forsaken me. But then not even one month had passed, I came back to China. Means there is a way or there is no way. When you are suffering from some temptation, God makes a way of escape or not. Even that time, there is a way. Again, I went to China for one year. I preached the gospel well. I was so full of the word of God and I preached so much. One day, I got caught again. So the police, they caught one of our brothers and they threatened him with a gun. If you do not tell us where the house of Lee Guangbo is, we will shoot you with this gun. So he could not not inform them. That's why they came to my house and I was caught again. So for around one week, I was dragged here and there and they investigated me a lot. And again, I was kicked out. Ah, this is the second time. Next time, you surely cannot come. What did the people of the Jebu city say? Even a blind and lame in our city can block you. The police, they always tell us such same disappointing thing. But the second time this happened,
happened my heart was not very shocked for 3 months i was sent to usa for a witnessing trip when i came back from that trip they told me go back to china so i went to china again why i had a way of escape which is why from that time onwards i could continually preach the gospel for around 18 years i did get caught but they did not kick me out of the country so the north side the south side going here and there i preached the gospel a lot so there were many like uh, tricky times but god he gave me a way of escape each time but by the year 2015 i was no longer able to stay there at all so i myself went to the police they also kept on telling come meet us peter so there was no longer a way of escape so they told me that we will not kick you out but you cannot believe what they say right so i met them they just said a few words immediately i was arrested that means it is time for me to leave because the chinese church had already grown a lot now go from here now it is time for the church also to stop we uh, to stop feeding on breast milk no 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 still we have to still eat breast milk no 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 now they're fully grown they're grown up a lot it's enough from then on i left but at that time in my heart i was so thankful actually the brothers and sisters they were like about to cry but i got sco- i scolded all of them hey do you know how happy a thing this is because whenever i was caught whenever there was a block in the way god always opened up a new and there was always a time when he expanded our horizon that's why i was able to have hope on god god he is going to do new work so at that time we had a party i would go here and there we would do meeting why because they had given me a last time period of 15 days before leaving so we went to the regional churches and we would uh, meet each other and i would preach the word of god and eat delicious food we, we had very very happy times and after that i left after that our church sent me to hong kong in hong kong there is religious freedom because even though it is under china but it was different before right so over there i was able to do so many work so no need to be scared just freely giving service it was so good in china in the morning if you have to go for service you have to check right side left side everywhere you have to check before going for service and then you always have that fear today will i safely be able to come back home we used to always have that thought and we used to live but in hong kong there is no such thing wow in my life these kind of days also can come to me in china we cannot sing hymns loudly in hong kong no matter how loudly you sing nobody is going to say anything so i have spent around 6 years over here we did the clf we did the iyf and all the brothers and sisters from the mainland china were able to easily come to hong kong in 2017 the clf we held was so good and that is why continually we kept on doing that clf but then again we got an opportunity and a problem happened and we were not able to win over there anymore then after that will there be a way anymore or not you think there is no longer a way it says god will make a way of escape right so again god made the way and he sent us again to an even better place now god he gave us the key he gave us the key of promise so in my heart the words which god showed me job chapter 31 verse 7 over here there is one uh, sentence it says or my heart walked after my eye everyone our heart follows our eyes right oh this is so beautiful oh that kind of a car it looks so good i wish i had that car because because we ate of the fruit of knowledge of good and evil that is how we see it looked pleasing to the eyes it looked good to eat so eve and adam they followed their eyes they left from the word of god but over here what does job say he says that my 
heart did not follow my eye i followed the word of god i followed the promise of god this is what he's trying to say everyone who do you follow there are some among you who follow your eyes right that means there are so many people who also follow the situation which i can see and then now when they saw david it says that he followed his eyes but he did not follow now the city of the jebusites it's a very difficult city to attack but in the heart of david he felt that is the land which god has already given to us that is our city which is there in the very center of the country he did not follow his eyes when he followed the promise of god god made him obtain everything spiritual life is not following our eyes it is following the word of god so as i looked back on the times that have passed god always opened up ways and satan always blocked the way even the blame even the blind and the lame can repel you so with that word he they kill our heart but even now god he is opening up the ways and we really do not know through how many different ways he is going to us whenever there were problems satan always spoke these words but then god he won over all those thoughts and again he made another way so he kept on broadening those ways this god is together with me that key which has been given to david it is there with us as well all we have to do is open it everyone now all these people of israel they came under david this is something that they could not have even dreamed about during the time of saul but when they came under david they were able to be victorious under saul they only had failure always they had to keep running away and they had to surrender they had to be afraid but then from the time that they belonged to david they won if you see in john chapter 16 verse 33 jesus he says jesus says i have overcome the world i have overcome the world then we are those who belong to jesus christ but we too have overcome together then so what does it say over here it says uh, these things i have spoken to you that in me you may have peace in the world you will have tribulation but be of good cheer i have overcome the world everyone if jesus has overcome that means we too have overcome when we belonged under saul we used to lose all the time we were so afraid and had no peace but when we belonged under david we would win always these are not the conditions of those people the only problem was the domain who did they belong under everyone now we belong to someone like david in fact someone much bigger than david that is jesus christ right it says no matter where david went he won and because the lord was with him this is what god gives us now the people of israel they did not do anything at all just from the time that they began to belong under jesus the life of overcoming the life of being victorious began so now what is the work that they have to do they need to know david what is our spiritual life it is getting to know david now if you see in the second samuel chapter 4 why did rekab and bana have to die because they did not know david they did not know what david likes and what david hates and after that there is a story about how mephibosheth becomes lame in both feet why because his nurse when she heard the news that saul had died and david had become the king they they were running away and both uh, she fell down with the baby and both his feet became now even though mephibosheth was not lame but he became lame so the reason why he became lame was because his nurse was ignorant although she knew about saul she did not know about david now david already forgave everything about the household of saul right that's why he called them but these people did not want to get to know david that's why he became lame and that's why some others were killed and they, they were not able to come and david was unable to enter back into his own country what this means is that they were not studying about david so then what is it which god wants to allow for us hey, you should know about jesus 
and we are not asking you to do something well but what kind of a heart does jesus have and what work does he do for us you need to know this philippians chapter 3 verse 8 says this yet indeed i also count all things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of christ jesus my lord over here what is the most excellent thing the knowledge of knowing christ jesus just as people died because they did not have the knowledge to know about david actually david he was not pleased with the death of saul he found it something to be very sad but people they thought david will be happy if he hears that means they did not know david that means they did not study about him now what do us born again christians need to know and learn we need to know about jesus christ we need to now come to learn about the bible we need to learn about the heart of god which is there in the bible if so then we need to do bible study so then many years ago pastor pakki told us do bible study so from then on we were continuously doing those bible study but this year we saw how great works arose even if it is just one person or even two people just go and do it with them why because if i do that without knowing about the bible without knowing about god written in the bible i cannot do bible study so first of all i need to read the bible i need to search the bible i need to research about the bible so then i have to keep on finding about the, uh, finding out about the bible and becoming deeper so all of our youth they do that some people for 20 30 some people for just five or six people but in that way they are so happy why because the knowledge to know god that is the most excellent jesus did not look at us and tell us to do a lot of work all he told us to do is to know jesus even in the book of hosea chapter 6 it is saying so it says let us know the lord let us pursue the knowledge of the lord his going forth is established as the morning he will come to us like the rain like the latter and former rain to earth and when this means we need to know god and if we know him we can have freedom but because we do not know him that is why we are trembling in fear and that is why we are unable to surrender that is why god tells us know about jesus the people who belong to david the more they come to know about david the more happier they become during the time of saul they were so insecure why because saul he did not know how to ask but david no matter what he did he inquired in front of the lord so is it okay if i go up to them go up in this way each and everything he would ask and he would go forward so that's why david he knew about himself and he knew that compared to my decision the decision of god is incomparably better that was the key of david and god he teaches us today and he opens the way but people when they are inside of their thoughts it seems as though there is no way so if we belong under jesus christ then we too in the same way become righteous and we live. so david he used to inquire of the lord and he used to do work that work was not david's work that was the work of god and the work of god cannot help but win now david he had that wisdom everyone why do we have to do our work if we connect with the servant of god if we connect this with god this becomes the work of god but then why would he not know that so david when he saw the other side of other people he still would find out the key now the jebusites of the city of jebus how arrogant were they they said this city can never fall it is a city where even the blind and the lame they can repel you when you hear such things what kind of a heart do you have uh, i am believing the condition i do not believe the conditions i believe the lord of hosts now for david the most easiest thing was that even goliath was like that for him you come to me with a sword and a spear you believe your conditions and come to me that's why you're tall and you're strong so you are arrogant but did you know that arrogance is comes before a fall so the heart which you have right now 
it is just coming before a fall it is the heart you have before you collapse david knew this truth uh, with my conditions it is not possible uh, when i see you you are arrogant all the things that you come forth by bringing the conditions of this world and believing in it it will fail but that your heart is arrogant it is just before you get destroyed that pride comes to you so just before a fall there is the pride now david saw that that was a war which he could not help but win when we know god when we know the word of god we can get a 100 out of 100 so then god who gave us these ways and although he might make us fall into temptation even though once in a while he might give us difficulties but god surely gives you a way of escape if you can know this lord and if you can learn about this lord then there is nothing for which we need to be afraid right and because david continually he kept on asking god and going for it that is why the philistines listening to the voice that david had become king they had come there to attack now why he is still young at this kingship before the system of kingship has been established well let us attack now david asked god god will you give these people into my hand god told him go up for i will deliver them in your hand this is the war of david <coughs> so the more i know the lord god he wins everyone now normally if the enemies come attacking what do you have to do you, you have to like you know make the strategy for the soldiers quickly right but david didn't do that first he inquired of the lord that is the difference between david and saul the people who believe themselves they try to do something but then the people who know about god before they actually do something they used to go out in front of god first so very easily they were able to win in the war and they call the name of that place bal perazim over there it says that like uh, like a breakthrough of water the lord has broken through my enemies this is how david fought the war so when this era of david began all the people who were so difficult living under saul became happy not because they did something but under saul they have to do something now in order to receive blessing they have to do something only when the conditions are there can he enter into that saul's army but the people who are connected to david it is not because they do something that they get blessing they already receive blessing after receiving blessing they are going forward because they have received blessing that is why they are serving the lord it is not something for receiving blessing if you see in first samuel chapter 30 there is a egyptian youth he had fainted on the road why because his master after he was healed from healed he was thrown away because he was sick he was thrown away but when david passed by that way he saw him now david he is in a very big hurry but then david does not just pass him by as though he didn't he didn't see him david says feed him some water give him some bread bread that's why david made him come back to his senses and he asked him who are you whom do you belong to uh, i am i am a young man from egypt a servant of an amalekite and my master left me behind because three days ago i fell sick so that's how we attacked we invaded uh, the southern areas and the people and the places that are belong to juda we burnt ziklag now what should david do you burnt ziklag he should have just killed him with one swoop of the sword but david does not do that he asks him can you take me down to this troop of the amalekites there are two conditions without even killing if you will not deliver me into the hand of the amalekites again then i will that's why he became a guide who was able to lead david everyone this is david he himself is also very busy but david he has mercy that's why david he took pity on him what does this young egyptian boy say he says i will 
never go back to my former master. If you don't kill me and if you don't send me back to those people, then I will do whatever you want. What this means is I want to belong to you, Dave. Now, do you think this Egyptian young man just simply he would say all this? No, he would guide David to that place with happiness actually. Those Amalekites, they should be destroyed. No, they got disease. Just because I got a disease, I felt sick. How can they just throw me away like that? Even if your animals fall sick, you have to somehow heal them, right? He was able to know about these Amalekites. This is not a man who was working to receive blessing. I will belong to David just. I have received his grace. The only thing that I have done is to get from David. So even though it is not recorded in the Bible, but I think he would have really actively fought. I think he would have actively fought against the Amalekites. He would have put his life at risk and he would have done. Everyone, we are like this young man from Egypt. We are people who are forsaken by this world. We are people who cannot survive alone. But Jesus, he has saved us. With the heart like David, we were saved. That is why finally David uses that man as well, right? He was someone who got used in our lives. This is how Jesus guides us. I have a very, very thankful heart for this. Everyone, please get to know this Jesus. It says, let us know, let us pursue the knowledge of the Lord. So as long as we pursue that knowledge, we can gain all things. And all the things that God has allowed for us, we can enjoy. So it is not in order to gain something we are doing all this. We are already those who have received. But one by one, now we need to check and go forth. So this time God gave us the C11. We are very thankful for that as well. That means when we go forward, even the cities that are like the city of Jebusites, one by one, everything will fall in front of us. That is why that city became the city of David. It became the city of Zion. And that city became Jerusalem. Now God, he has prepared such an amazing city for us as well. Everyone, as you start to prepare for the CLF, I hope that you can also enjoy what God has prepared for us. Today, I will preach the word until here. I will pray once. I give thanks in front of the Lord. You gave us this gospel. We are people who used to belong to Saul before. And we are people who belong to Amalekites and live. But now we have come to believe under Jesus Christ just like David. The victory of the Lord is our victory. I give all thanks to the Lord. And then this time as we prepare for the CLF, the Lord you please win. We believe that the same Lord who went before to uh, to the war, in that way he will also go before us to fight for us. Lord you please bless the India church. Through us you please allow many souls to be saved. I truly pray that in this time the CLF, the guidance of the Lord will bear. I prayed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Yes, thank you.